This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Dear Young Married Couple podcast. Today we are talking about sex and money, the when, what, and how rules for having these difficult conversations. Yes. So it's technically not an ask episode. However, this episode was inspired by a couple of... Yeah, a couple (laughs) of questions that we received from um, some DMs. So we thought we'd start off by reading one of them. Uh, So this person said... I really enjoyed your podcasts and website content very much. Thank you for what you share. Do you have scripts or conversation starters for beginning potentially tough conversations with a spouse? I would like to discuss finances, working hours, and a tendency for resentment on my part with my husband, but want to do so in a constructive way. I tend to overreact to my husband's reactions, perceived or real, and that sometimes stops me from moving discussions forward. Thank you for any guidance you can offer. And then we also had a, a question last week, I think, um, that it was a similar question, but specifically about sex. And they said, it was a husband saying, I really want to have some deep conversations with my wife about our sex life, but I don't know how. And we also received a DM from someone else asking a very similar question. Um, and his question was along the lines of like, I want to have a deep, difficult conversation with my wife but I'm not exactly sure how in a, how to do it in a way of like expressing my needs, but without offending her, like you're the problem. Cause it was about their sex life. It was about their sex life. Yeah. And so it's normally with sex and with money, these are difficult conversations. Mm-hmm. So we said, you know, let's, let's put together a podcast of having difficult conversations, what to keep in mind and some of the tactics that you can use to help you go about it in a way that, both people get their needs met in being heard and understood. So we're going to share with you the when, what, and how rules for having these conversations. Um, but like that first person asked, we're actually going to um, put some scripts in there, yeah. some some conversation starters. So let's just jump right in. All right. The when. The first thing that people need to think about, be, so I'm the spouse maybe that wants to bring it up. to to the spouse. I have something difficult I want to talk about. It's been on my mind lately. Um, It's good to kind of fill it out and find a good time to bring it up. Mm -hmm. Um, I often say I liken a a hard conversation to a hard ball. Mm -hmm. If if I'm going to throw a ball, I really need her to catch it. Mm -hmm. I I, I really need her to catch this need that I have. But make sure that the other person is looking be thro- before you throw the hard ball. Right. Because if you just throw it at them and they're not expecting it, yeah. you could hit them in the head and then they're certainly not going to want to catch it next time. They're going to feel unsafe when you throw that ball again. Right. And that's what happens in a lot of conversations, a lot of marriages. So um, we see this come up in counseling so, so often. So here's that first rule is you need to agree on a certain time to talk about it. Give your spouse the heads up that you're going to throw the ball and literally put it on your calendar. Right. 
if you have kids, it cannot be when the kids are around or awake. And that's not to say that you can't ever have conversations in front of your kids or solve conflict in front of your kids. That's fine. We're mm -hmm. proponents of solving healthy conflict in front of your kids. But when it's these difficult conversations that are sensitive, um, that have history behind them or unpacked feelings uh, or where people are, they have a tendency to shut down or blow up, you have to have the kids asleep or gone uh, with Grammy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Right. And I, I find too that when they are sensitive subjects, people tend to have walls there. Yeah. And so giving someone enough time, giving your spouse enough time to kind of process, okay, we're going to talk about this. Mm -hmm. I can start kind of thinking about it and preparing myself for it. Yep. Rather than, you know, she's doing the dishes. I'm, you know, I'm at the, the kitchen counter doing something. I'm like, Hey, uh, you want to talk about sex? Like that's <laughs> not going to go over very well. Right. So, um, asking like, Hey, um, I have something really important to talk to you about. Maybe actually saying, you know, I really want to talk to you about our intimacy and I have some things, um, I just want to share with you. Mm -hmm. That might be a good way of like breaching the topic and then saying, you know, when would be a good time to plan it out? Like, should it, could we do it tonight after the kids go down or, do you want to do it, you know, tomorrow at coffee over coffee? Mm -hmm. Like, I really want to I'll do this with you, but I want to find a good time. Yep. When would we, when would be best? Mm -hmm. And if there's any preparation required, like if it's about finances, for instance, and you need to crunch some numbers yeah. ahead of time, do your homework ahead of time. So you can say like, like Adam said, I really need to talk to you about our budget. I really need to talk to you about our retirement plan. Mm -hmm. And I know it's a big box that we need to unpack together. And I want to be on the same team about it. When would be a good time? So then that person gives you a time. Maybe it's even a couple weeks out. That's okay. Um, and so you guys put it on your calendar a couple weeks out. And, you, and then you follow that up with between now and then, can we both be doing our homework and just track what we spend on X, whatever that is, you know, or, um, or do our research on the type of retirement plans that we want to look into, whether that's, you know, a Roth IRA or a 401k with our job, like just yeah. give some examples of some homework to look into ahead of time. Yeah. To bring to the conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. Now let's transition to the what. Okay. So we talked about when now we're on the what. Okay. I find that sometimes people have a difficult conversation. They feel the difficulty of it. They mm -hmm. feel the impact of it, but they don't exactly know what they want. Right. Um, and this is a this is actually a difficult sometimes for people to dredge up. Like, what do you want from this? Mm -hmm. So sometimes people simply want an apology. Sometimes people want uh, to talk about details or an acknowledgement of, of their feelings, right? Mm -hmm. Some, yeah, they want to be acknowledged in their feelings. Yeah. They want to feel validated in their feelings. And that comes up a lot with, um, for instance, high drive, low drive, mm. you know, when a couple's talking about their sex life, sometimes they're not saying like, I need you to have a higher drive or I need you to uh, like chill down a notch. <laughs> you know, they're, they're just saying, I need you to recognize that my drive does not match yours. And so they just want you to acknowledge that. Um, and so yeah. make sure you're clear when you come to the table with, with what you want to discuss. Make sure you're clear about what you're wanting mm -hmm. from that other person. Do you mm -hmm. want an apology? Do you want an acknowledgement? Do you want to solve something and come up with a plan? Um, do you want to change something? Yeah. Do you want to grow something or stop a habit? Yeah. Um, so really discuss what it is exactly that you want. Yeah, and I would say that coming to the conversation with 
knowing what you want is going to be very helpful for you to articulate exactly what is inside of you, mm -hmm. what you need. or So that will help direct your conversation. So doing that pre-thought Mm -hmm. is going to really help that conversation go better. You could even write it down, you know, in a journal or in a notebook, um, notepad on your phone. And you can say, I really need blank. Mm -hmm. And then you've heard us teach this before if you've been following <laughs> us for a while, but you can use that stem. I really need blank. And if that happened, I would feel blank. Mm -hmm. So you're using I language and this kind of gets into the how. So we'll address it further then. Mm -hmm. um, but saying what you really need and then how you would that, how that would feel for you yeah. if that need was fulfilled um so we'll address more of that but be thinking i statements mm -hmm. um, and be thinking about i need to express to that to my spouse what i really need what i really want right now right um another thing to to keep in mind here um when you're broaching the, the subject with someone is um is to think about how you're going to start the conversation. This is going to actually be crucial. Um, John Gottman uh, came away with a study. We talk about John Gottman all the time uh, because he did the longest longitudinal study, mm -hmm. I think, of ever. marriage For ever. Marriage, yeah. He took 3,000 couples and tracked their success in marriage. Over a period of 30 years. Right. Yeah. And he said that they can predict with a high percentage of accuracy uh, the outcome of an argument. Mm -hmm. So if this is going to be an argument. Based um, on the first couple minutes, right? Based on the first three minutes. Three minutes. Yeah, which is amazing. I mean, mm -hmm. nobody, well, that I know of, argues for three minutes. <laughs> so, but they can, they can just get the feeling of like, okay, this is going to go south on them. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying here is kind of prepare how you're going to open it. How are you going to open the can of worms? Mm -hmm. um, we can avoid a lot of messy if they say, wow, they came prepared or they came humble or they came in a state that, that encourages a conversation and, you know, not using like trigger words. Mm -hmm. um, that's going to be really how, or it's kind of what I mean by trigger words are if you've used the same phrase over and over and over, mm -hmm. don't use that word or yeah. that phrase. Yeah. For instance, like, you know, what's wrong? Well, that's going to set them off. Right. Well, and, and if you're using a phrase like that, then you're probably not following the first rule, which was the when rule. Yep. You know, we don't address it right there in the moment. Um, and we won't go into a huge detail here, but one of the reasons behind that is that if you address something in the moment, most likely that person is in fight or flight yep. and their heart rate is above 100 beats per minute. And especially a man, when his heart rate goes above 100 beats per minute, He's not in his prefrontal cortex anymore. He's back in his brainstem where he cannot think logically or, um, you know, plan and use sound reasoning and judgment. He's going to either fight you, which most men won't because um, they respect their spouse and want to protect their spouse. Right. Um, so he's going to flee. He's going to withdraw. And that's when you see your husband shut down and walls go up and he either walks out or he is out you know, he's there physically, but out emotionally. Mm -hmm. And so, um, it's really important that you're not just saying what's wrong. Mm -hmm. Why aren't you talking? Yeah. Um, cause that, that's going to be a trigger word and you look, you look angry. Yeah. You know. And it's just not following that when rule. Yeah. So transitioning now into the how part of, of this, uh, discussion, 
Um, we already talked about thinking about how you'll start the conversation. And so kind of here's some like maybe a template to think about mm-hmm. when you're going into the how, like how to broach this topic without, you know, blowing things up prematurely. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we teach um, is called the sandwich method. Really came to my attention uh, when I saw Chris's mom, Kim <laughs> Horton, using this. And she's a master at this. And she so I, I learned something from her. So love you. <laughs> um, and, but it's really effective. It's mm-hmm. really effective in negotiation. It's really effective for asking things, not of, just of your spouse, right. but like say I'm at Target and I want something <laughs> or I'm calling uh, Verizon to fix my bill or whatever. Like, and this is like where we've heard her do stuff, but um, <laughs> it's, it's, this is the sandwich method. Okay. The sweet bread. Mm-hmm. The meat of really what you want to say, the sweet bread again. Close it up with a you know sweet bread. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the simple form. Yep. So let's apply this in, <laughs> in an example. So should we do a money example or a sex example? Oh, whatever you want, babe. <laughs> I'm down for either. <laughs> okay. Um, well, actually, let's use the example that this gal gave because it relates to finances, but it was about um, resentment. Uh, working hours and um, tendency for resentment. So I don't know exactly what her concern is, but I'll just act like it. Sure. Okay, so say she says um, she wants to talk to her husband about his working hours, right? So she could start with something like, babe, I really respect the way that you want to provide for our family. Mm-hmm. You work hard day in and day out. Overtime, you get there early, you bring work home, and you're dedicated to really providing for our family. Perfect. So there's the sweet piece so of bread. Sweet. That feels really good because I'm being noticed. Yep. If she went straight into, babe, you are just working way too much and neglecting <laughs> your family. Well, we have to have a roof over our head. We have like, mm-hmm. so he's going to go into defensive mode if she starts off with that kind of like rough, but yep. say like, she's already saying what I would use as my defense. Yep. So she's noticing my intention. My intention here is good. Yeah. I'm wanting to provide. I'm wanting to provide well. I'm working hard. Yep. So this is important, especially for the achievement side of a man. Like achievement feels really good. So. Okay. So then the second piece would be the meat, right? So what she really needs. So Mm -hmm. remember going back to the what, think about what you really need. Does she just want her husband to recognize that she's resentful um, or does she really want to see a change in the working hours? So pick one. Okay. So I'll, I'll go with a change in the working hours. So here's the need, babe. What I really need from you is for, for us to be able to sit down together and brainstorm a way that we can accomplish your desire that I love to provide for our family. And at the same time have working hours that fit our family's needs for for us to be able to to have more family time together and um come home earlier maybe even just some days not every day mm-hmm. um and so would you be willing to work with me on setting some boundaries around that and brainstorming a solution yeah i i can look at i doubt we can maybe figure i don't know like <laughs> yeah we can look at that <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how I'll be, he'll be, I'll be hard yeah um but then you would close with another piece of sweet bread so you would say so before let's let maybe break down what you did okay she used i statements mm-hmm. most of what she said there was also also future setting what she wants what mm-hmm. she sees what what would benefit the family it's it's not like you know it's my problem and 
You know, right. she's not trying to correct my bad issues. She's saying like, this is what I feel it would be best for our family and for my needs. Mm-hmm. So it's very much kind of what she needs yep. instead of. It's painting a picture. It's visionary. Yeah. It's saying, here's what I'd love to see for us. Yep. Um, and so then closing it with another sweet piece of bread. That could be the feeling part. Like we mm-hmm. talked about earlier. You know, if that happened and we sat down together to mm-hmm. brainstorm that as a team, I would feel so much more at peace mm-hmm. and um, I would just feel really cherished and prioritized. And so I I really, really appreciate that you're going to take the time to do that with me. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So we haven't solved it yet. We haven't actually gone into conflict resolution mode. We're simply communicating about it. And this is what the person asked. What are some conversation starters or stems for having some of these difficult discussions? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And also one of the things we didn't say at the very beginning, if you need to get all that out, but typically one of the person or the listener cuts it off and Mm -hmm. starts defending, you might say, I just need you to listen to me just for a moment. Mm Mm-hmm. And then go into it. Yep. That might help too. Um, but at the very end, the sweet part, you can also sometimes, um, you can, like what you did is kind of set in like how you would feel. So mm-hmm. that's that's one way of doing it. Another way of doing it, along the lines of like kind of giving him a way out, mm. saying, you know, let's just sit down and try to find time. Like he might be like, there, there there's no possible way. I, I don't know. Sure. Right? So kind of giving him that way out, like you, you might be right. You know, we might not have any money. We might be stuck here for a while. We might be stuck here for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, I get that. And, and I know that your boss, you know, your job is on the line here. Mm -hmm. So remember, I'm like, I'm kind of going to his side. This is kind of empathetic thinking, going to his side. It's like, what would he come back to me with? Mm -hmm. I understand this. I understand this. Mm -hmm. Right. But I'd, it really mean a lot back to the feeling. It'd really be, mean a lot if we could just sit down and do our best to chart out like a plan mm-hmm. to get this result. That would mean so much to me. Yep. Not just the outcome of like more time off for him, but the outcome of sitting down to try to plan it Yes. would be a kind of like a good first step to achieve. Mm-hmm. So that's another way yeah. of approaching this too. Another how, um, and actually this one comes from Dave Ramsey. Uh, If you listen to Dave Ramsey, he has a radio talk show and people call in about their money problems. And oftentimes it's not a money problem, it's a marriage problem. And he'll tell them that. (laughs) And he'll say, so what you have here is not a money problem, it's a marriage problem. You need to go home tonight and you need to take his hands in yours. And so he'll actually like tell them, you know, to Turn to your spouse when no one else is around. It's funny, I never do this too, though. <laughs> I know, right? But he says, I want you to take his hands in yours and so that he and knows. Look him in the eye. Yeah, this is different than usual. This is kind of just to give them a physical symbol that's different than usual. And then say, I need, and then you go into the, what you need. If it's about the money, you know, I need for us to change something about our finances. I need for us to get on a budget. And. and- See, budget might be a trigger word. It might be. So maybe you use some different language. This is where the pre-thought comes in. Um, Also, you know, saying I need you to listen for for a minute because I have something really important to tell you. Like Mm kind of setting those stuff that we've already talked about up and then saying, you know, using different wording than maybe budget. Because I know people that have problems with the word budget. Yes. Because for them Mm -hmm. that looks like, oh, 
you know, we're going to be tied down to this. It's limitations. It's, it's not lim- yeah. freedom. When in reality, budgeting gives you freedom. It does. Um, but you know, we're, that's a, that's a specific thing. A little segue. Different podcast. Yeah. Um, but, but be aware of those, those trigger words and try to come up with words that are going to be more, are going to be better received. So instead of budget, we could say like, I need for us to come up with a plan to have financial freedom. Yeah. Well, that's a budget, but without using the word budget. Um, and if you're wanting stems for more difficult conversations to have <clears throat> specifically about finances or about sex, yeah. um, our card decks actually dive into these conversations yep. head on, yep. head first, straight on something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the foundations deck is going to yeah. cover um, many topics in your marriage, but it covers finances, communication, conflict resolution. Yeah. Um, and then our sex expectations deck covers many different sex and intimacy questions. Mm-hmm. And so if you're just like, man, I don't know how to ask this question and it's about your sex life. It's probably in our sex expectations yeah. deck. Most likely. So you can find them on Amazon. Yep. If you want to uh, search that they're also on our website, dearmarycouple.com slash cards. They're linked in our Instagram bio. Yes. Yeah, just check them out. Shameless plug because they they really are amazing. (laughs) And they might, they they put you in a place because so like talking about the when, you know, like, do you want to go through the cards? You're already sitting down and going to be intentional about it. Yes. And then next step, right? Like. Mm-hmm. You don't have to soften the blow because a car did it. You didn't right. do it. That's a car, actually a car did it. <laughs> yeah, we get that feedback pretty often yeah. where couples are like, "Man, you know, I've been wanting to have this conversation for years, but I just didn't know how to bring it up." But because the card brought it up, card twenty six. Yeah. yeah. So then blame it on that one. My spouse was more receptive because we're yeah. sitting here willingly playing a game together. Yeah. It's not a game, but you know. And their walls aren't down in that, but we're pushing it because we know it works. Yeah. Um, so. That's why we created uh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully this gives you a little bit of um, direction mm-hmm. and uh, would definitely recommend if you haven't already. And seriously, if you do have the cards, awesome, good for you. Go through them regularly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because we change and our needs change. We made the cards and we go through them regularly. Yeah. And if yeah. um, and if you're a magician and you need a certain card, you can just, you know. <sighs> <laughs> wow. Bring it to the top. Side note, um, well, related, but segue here. Uh, we are doing our first ever virtual marriage retreat coming up on August 14th and 15th. If you're listening to this, uh, the week that we put it out here in July, uh, it's about a month away. And we would love to connect with you. Yeah. We've had uh, many online marriage retreats and in-person marriage retreats, but they've been for specific churches. And so people have said like, can I come to it? Oh no, it's closed to this church. And so for the first time ever, we are answering your request to have a marriage retreat where anybody can come. And so um, you can check that out. We'll link it here in the show notes. Um, And we would love to see you there. Register today. We're going to be throwing in lots of good freebies. Yeah, we'll be throwing in a PDF of so you could follow along kind of a workbook um with stems and resources uh we're going to be teaching some tools we're, we're teaching tools that we teach of course at our all in-person seminars but also the tools that we teach a lot of times within session mm-hmm. uh, these are powerful tools we use them in our marriage absolutely we've used them in our marriage for how many years like yeah. eight, eight years i mean we've been married 12 years i think we've been using them for yeah at least eight nine years at least so yeah. Um, we know 
because they've worked on us and hundreds and hundreds of other couples. Yes. So you're not going to want to miss it. Oh, and we're going to be focusing on becoming more comfortable talking about your sex life. That's one of the topics for day two. It's a two-day marriage retreat, Friday night, Saturday, August 14th and 15th. Yeah, so check out the deets. Yeah, we'd love to connect with you and uh, hang out with you live on those days. All right. Take care, everyone. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.